Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite. And the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 473 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your, I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, otherwise known as Colin Ford, Chief Archivist of Lave Radio, uh, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have our, um, as usual, Head of Health and Safety, Commander Edelweiss, otherwise known as Ben Moss Woodward. You know what? I went to the bar today to try and get myself some pulled pork and gravy, and I couldn't even bloody well get that. Lovely. Uh, we also have um, uh, Commander Alec for Pip Turner. Honestly, honestly, you cheat once and you accidentally slam Shay into the wall, and they never bloody let you forget it. And of course, bringing up the uh, bringing, us bringing to... up the red. Do not say bringing no. up the red. <laughs> I was going to, but then I thought, no, that's just the wrong thing to say. Yeah, so, yeah, um, it really was. Also, including, <laughs> uh, we have our staff ladies. How about last but not the least? Or, or we just let Colin say what he needs to say. Yeah, that would be nice. It's Although, fun interrupting him. Oh god! It would be like that bit in stage where you could say, and. Or, you know, in the titles yeah. you've got... Yeah. Notwithstanding! At least it's up late radio. So it's Phoenix of Fire, but Ben Moss Woodward, see? <laughs> right. Don't talk about butts in here, we've already got crabbling up the rear. Begrudgingly so! <laughs> well, that is, that is our staff liaison officer, Commander Psychic, otherwise hello, known as... Hello, 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 hello. Finally got there in the end. Yeah, if you wish, you can join us live. We are hanging out in-game, in open, at the bar at Leave Station. I'm assuming that's correct? That is correct, Colin. That is correct. Excellent. Uh, but if you can't get to us in-game, you can always join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat, or go straight to twitch.tv slash laveradio, or look up Lave Radio on Facebook, or on YouTube, and on XC Twitter. 
So, um, yeah, let's go round the crew, see what kind of week they've had this week. Um, let's start. Let's start the other way round and start with Claire. Hi, hi. I've had a I've had an all right week. Um, I have done. Um, the, no, 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 I've not done a huge amount. I finished. Um, I finished. Um, Mass Effect. Uh, Mass, Mass Effect One today. Um, that was quick. Well, it's. I it, that, that was day five. Mm-hmm. Um, that was day five. I realised that I had a, quite a lot of missions that I hadn't done yet. Um, I finished Mass Effect One. It. Oh my god! That that the third act of that game. Um, absolutely just kicked me out of nowhere i was ha ha i'm i'm feeling incredibly emotional about it um still um and i cannot wait to start mass effect 2 which is going to be on thursday Um, can i just just ask a a couple of questions yeah okay uh is rex alive yes good Uh, yes my boys my boys my alien boys are alive the only one who isn't alive was the space racist Oh, right, so um, Ashley's dead. Right, that's Ashley's right. Ashley's dead, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, Ashley, pretty much. Ashley was she very, was... very um, sacrificed um, for the greater good. It was the easiest decision of my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, kill, to kill her was not a problem. Oh, hey, let's. I wonder which one we're going to kill. The really nice guy who wants to sleep with me or the racist. Let's kill the racist. Um, easiest fucking decision of my entire life. Um, I didn't give Liara enough um, attention. Um, so, um, I feel like I'm missing, I'm missing what makes her so attractive to a lot of people. And that's also fine because we all have different, um, experiences when we play, um, we play video games far, um, be it from me to suggest that anybody's fun is wrong. I'm just not like, um, uh, dealing well with her, um, as a character. When the mutant chat says Ashley has a redemption arc, to which I say, not in my fucking playthrough, she doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) How, How many... Of the side missions, etc., have you done then? If you most of them, I believe, okay. not a, a, like a, a, not a lot, not all of like the fest quests, the fetch mm. quests. Um, mm. but um, the um, the side quests, I had a little um achievement pop up that said completionist, so I can only assume okay. that that means that I've completed all of the side quests that were there. Um, I didn't look to see what the achievement was because it was on the e, it's on the EA app, and I do not understand <laughs> that. So I just kept playing the game, but um, yeah, it was brilliant, it was such a good ending. Um, such a wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful ending. I cannot wait to start Mass Effect 2. Um, apparently Mass Effect 2 is the the chonkiest of the games. So um, um a tertiary um, Google, but um I've decided I don't I didn't really like the biotics very much. So on Mass Effect 2, I'm gonna pivot to Infiltrator because that really Oh yeah. That, yeah, sniper pistols. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, yeah that's sniper me. pistols. All I've been doing is sniping yeah. as a um, biotic, so I've been missing out on half of the mm. half of the ship, but I've got this um thing. It uh, I, I cannot believe I slept on this game for so long. I think it's because um back when I first started play when I first tried to play Mass Effect, RPGs really scared me. Um, and um, a, a lesser known indie game that came out this year, well, last year, um, changed my mind about RPGs and <laughs> sent me back to um, sent me back to another lesser known indie um, indie game featuring. What would that uh, be then? 
featuring um uh, such um <laughs> such unknown voice actors as Keanu Reeves and Idris, <laughs> and Idris Elba and um I've like fallen in love with this whole new genre over the last year so um RPGs and CRPGs are the um are going to be the way forward for me I think in in, in terms of like gameplay and finding these fantastic stories because the story that that fucking third act of Mass Effect blew me away um mm. what else have I done other than played Mass Effect um, um, a Baldur's Gate honor mode. Um, I'm mm -hmm. playing an honor mode game off stream. We've just hit level 12. I loaded it today um, to because I was thinking about playing a little bit between the end of my stream and um, and coming here. And I loaded it into the Casador Sar Mansion, and I was like, "Past Claire is an asshole," and closed the game again because <laughs> um, I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> mentally prepared to do that right now. Um, but yeah, that, that's been going really well. And the fact that we're level 12, I might actually get my gold dice. And that's a very, the dice goblin in me is like, mm, the precious, the pretty, yes, please. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Um, we, um, I haven't really, really been doing, been doing an awful lot else. Um, we've, um, but I've been watching the traitors. I need to mention the traitors. Um, which is a a show on the BBC, which it's it's effectively um, werewolf. <laughs> it, yeah, it's televised it's werewolf. It's, it's Among Us. Um, okay. It's televised Among Us. It's televised um, uh, werewolf town of um, town of Salem mafia. All of those different games, okay, yeah. but with a prize pool of money, and it is absolutely compelling television I, it, it, it is on three nights a week it's the first time that i've actually been well with the exception of shows like the mass singer which is my absolute guilty pleasure um this is this has been such a whirlwind of emotions for me i um i yell i'm the last time we watched it we watched it on friday and we have like a we have a timer where it takes how long between the show starts and me just yelling at the tv and it was 10 it was 10 minutes on friday <laughs> i got 10 minutes into the episode before i called someone a fucking idiot um but yeah that's that's been about it um it's 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 good it's good stuff. I've got some good things coming up in the next in the next couple of weeks, but most of them are happening on Tuesday, so I won't be here um, to tell you about them. But yay, that's my week. Yay, lovely. Right. Um okay, we'll move over to Ben. Have you been this week? It's been mostly quiet, I think. Um the biggest thing that I did was I've had my first free day for about a month and a bit and i used it rebuilding my pc um oh, worthy worthy yeah it, it was needing to be done it's not been done for a while uh i've got something that i'm not sure if i even i, I don't quite know how i got it but i've somehow i've somehow seemed to have inherited windows copilot or something what's it called again um windows yeah it's just copilot um, and I got into a bit of an argument with it the other day. I was like, yeah, okay, okay. I was like, like, okay, read me my emails. I can't do that. You know, go and do this for me. Well, if you would like to do this, follow these instructions. I'm like, I know how to do the fucking job. Just do the job for me. You know, I'm telling you to, you know, to turn on my Wi-Fi or something, say. And you're giving me instructions to turn on the Wi-Fi. I know how to do that. I've been doing that for 30 years. And I just got into a right argument with it that wound up getting into... Um, that wind up going to um, 
oh, basically, I think I said, so what blanking use are you then? And I was like, well, I'm a large language model. I was like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and promptly was like, yeah, how do I uninstall you? Yeah. So, yeah, that, um, if this Windows Copilot thing is meant to be their next big thing. It's, it's Revenge of the Paperclip. Oh my god, yeah. it is it's it's so bad. I I, I like yeah, I, I I don't see the point of it. I literally don't. I like the um, solution. Why didn't they do that in the Terminator films? Just go, oh for fuck's sake and uninstall it. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I think about it. Because, I don't, because, it might be like be back. Well, it might be like <laughs> mail and so many other Windows applications that you just can't actually get rid of. At best you can disable them. Yes. Um yeah. There's always a tech guru out there somewhere on the internet that will tell you. Oh, how to there, get there is. I have read about dubious installations of of Windows 11 that will you 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 can it'll give you Windows 11 minus the crap, but it's not it's not from Microsoft, and I'm not convinced oh, I, I will install a Windows ISO from somebody else. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've it's, it gets a fairly good reputation, but I'm still like not yeah. convinced I want to do it. Um, but on the right side, you know, my machine is running like butter. So another thing I've been, can anyone recommend any? I I don't know what the I don't like good story RPGs like yeah you know, a bit like um, That's a fact. no not not. I I'm not meaning like that. I'm meaning like yeah, you know, it's more an interactive novel kind of idea. Oh yes, I can. Um, you know, can anyone? Because I'm I'm thinking I might like the idea of the genre. Yeah, yes, I can. There's a one, and it's free. Yes. Okay. Even better. I like this. It, it, uh, free. It's forewarning. It's a mm. romance. Uh oh. Well, it's this, oh, no. Okay. If you're going to recommend Techie Techie Book Club, no. No, 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 no. How romance is it? Well, okay. Okay, it's free. You don't have to enjoy it. It is called A Date with Death. A Date with Death. A Date with Death, and you are a person who is video messaging the Grim Reaper. Okay. And it's very... It, it's very sweet and it is it's a visual story um mm. it is a visual story it's um a, a told through um told through messaging there's seven different endings there's a paid okay. for dlc that you get more endings from um i i played it played the beginning part of it as part of steam next fest and i really yeah. enjoyed it and i downloaded it and played it the other day and it it was it was lovely I wasn't super happy with the ending that I got and then looking, Googling it to see if there were more endings, mm. found there were more, there were more endings. And it's really, it's sweet and, and lovely. And mm. um, it's, it's, um, I, it took about two, two hours to play. Okay, that, that's um, good then, yeah. Something like that. Also, there's, um, it, there's a, a, have you ever play, played Papers, Please? I've played, yes. yes, I've played Papers, Please. There is a there is a fantasy Papers, Please that's coming out on Tuesday. Okay, this is sounding very dubious. It, it's, it's a fat no 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 like um, Dungeons and Dragons fantasy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sit, not sit in that world, not, not in um, not in fucking hentai, you weirdo. Yes. Can I just can I interrupt you for a second there? The reason why I'm asking this is 
Yeah, I was looking on Steam for story-based RPGs, and half of them do seem to be hentai. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a market and for it. The, um, yeah, but I, I was wondering, is okay, is there something that I can yeah, a day, watch a day death, without a needing a shower? Really fun. Okay. A day of death is really fun. Little Guardsman looks really fun as well. Um, it's L um, what's that? It's Little Guardsman. Lil Guardsman. L I L Guardsman. It's um mm -hmm. a you're you're a you're a kid. Um, who is um, put in charge of one of the guard gates for a city, and okay. um, you can interrogate them and do things um, oh, so similar to papers, papers please. please here, yeah, exactly. It it it's marketed as a papers please like. Um, right. So um, and apparently the story is really fun, it, really fun as well. But then there's also like walking simulators, like Jude says, like Call of the Sea, um, mm. um, and what became of Edith, Edith Finch, which is a masterpiece. Um, uh, the uh, Beginner's Guide, um, which is from the same person who made the Stanley Parable, but it is. Oh, um, I like. I do not, like the Stanley Parable. It, it's um. not. It's not a funny game. It is more of a delve into um, the um, the conscious of a um, of a creator, and it's I. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's really, really moving. There's yeah, also I another game called Don't Blink, which is another story game, but mm -hmm. that uses your webcam and. Um, okay. Nope. No, 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 not so much. Um, it only monitors for when your eyes close because the game the game moves forwards when you blink, and it's such a such such. Oh god, a clever, that sounds terrifying. It's you know, such I'm a clever narrative. Who, um... and I, I've never sobbed so much in a game as I have on that. There's mm -hmm. so there's so many there's so many like walking simulators with stories, but those are some of my favourites as well. Okay. Yeah, because I want to try a couple of them, and yeah, I don't really want to go and invest 20 30 quid in something that i think is shit mm -hmm. so but yeah you know, I, I was like okay this this i can see potential here and it's a good thing and i always used to enjoy the turn to page 57 kind of novel he's your own adventures yeah, I used to, well, you should mention them. If you've got the, uh, if you've got an iPad, you can actually download them. Ah, oh, well, you can actually download them so they're digital, so mm -hmm. you can actually set up your own. You get you get one book free, surprisingly, mm -hmm. as usual, and then the you've got the yeah, and then yeah. in purchase all the Final Fantasy books. They've done it for Lone Wolf as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so you can you can get those game books digitally as well. Just a thought, I'd say. Yeah, these are you know, so. I mean, I've got a few to get, get to get me started with, so I will. I will give some of them a look. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking for something that's a little bit different, a little bit out of my comfort zone, and exploring different things. Um, and Firewatch. I can see potential. Fucking Firewatch is such a good shout as well. Okay. How much is Firewatch, or is that free? I, don't, I, I, that's not that's it's not free, but it free. it might it be on Game good. Pass. But it it it's a very good I game. Don't have, I don't have Game Pass. That's uh, it's it's it. Oh. Apparently, it's cheap at the moment. I think so. I think so. Um, mm. yeah, there's there's a lot of a a lot of good like um, good story games out there. Yeah. Like like little um, walk, effective walk, walking simulators. Mm -hmm. Anything in the leap, Ben? Um, no, nothing in the league because I've been basically trying to rebuild my PC, and then when I've not Good been point. doing that, I've been doing these things. Mm. Um, so my my rebuild of Elite was okay. I have Elite up and running, and I've flown from um, I've flown to Lave Station because we were at the Asteroid Station last week. Right. Well, in that case, we'll move over to Alec. Hello. 
I've been Hello. busy make I've been busy adding games to my um Steam wish list following that, that <laughs> fascinating discussion. <laughs> hey, and for once we're talking about games that aren't Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Listen. I know it's good. In real life, I have most I've been to the pub. I went to the pub, went for a pub lunch on Saturday, which is very nice. And on Sunday I have been whittling my spatula for now, for now. Um, Lovely. But enough of that. Um, I've been doing loads in-game. Hang on, I'm going to take a drink of water. Sorry, bad timing. How's that for radio? Um, yes. <laughs> in-game, I have mostly been on Kume back in um, back in good old uh, legacy mode, mm -hmm. um, building some time trials, some SRV time trials. Very excited, actually, because right before the show, um, for about the last four there's four days, I suppose. I've been trying to get a really clean run of this time trial so that I can uh, release it as a sort of promo video. But it's quite a difficult and long time trial, and I just kept screwing up. And just before the show, I got an absolute beauty. I'm so excited. I can't wait to go and edit the video of it now because it was really nice. Anyway, um, yes, my, my, my show name, Alec for Pips Turner. Um, Last Saturday, I went along to the second of the um, the resuscitated elite races in-game race events, mm -hmm. um, which we mentioned on the show. It was flipping fantastic. Um, I think at one point we maybe had a dozen people, but we had a steady 10 people, I think, um, uh, racing. We were at a uh, one of the little old um, Horizons sort of planetary bases the little ones not the big circular ones um called a Corafor market in the okinura system and yeah about 10 srvs i suppose and we had uh we had we were running heats so we, we had a couple of really nice circuits around this base um it's uh, the, the neat thing about it was that the so we were restricted to using one pip on the srvs um in engines which means you can't boost. Um, you can hop over little rocks, but then basically your boost is gone. Um, so you can't go flying around. You've got to, you've got to drive. And if if anybody's ever driven full speed, like on on slightly slippery surfaces in in kind of race scenarios, it's really tricky. You can really it really feels like your your tires are constantly on the limits of traction. Um, and so you're sort of having to ease off the throttle on corners and you probably don't if you shape it, <laughs> but, I, you know, um, it's really fun because you're, you're literally on the limits of your grip the whole time. And and, and you can hear the, the sound of somebody else's SRV literally right behind you. And then one screw up and you spin and they pass you and such a good laugh. Um, so we did loads of heats of this bigger circuit and then we had this really cool little figure eight circuit, which had a nice crossover point in the middle, which was good fun um and we ran that as a, a tag team event so we had four teams of two um and one driver would sit in their srv on the start line waiting while the other one did did a loop of the figure eight and then when they came whizzing back through the gate your you know your tag team member would go um and that was bloody good fun as well so um yeah i haven't got another of their events to announce yet but i'm sure they will do more and uh, we really want to get more people in because it was such an absolute heat. Yeah. Great to be back, SRV rating. Yeah, and a new time trial will be coming soon for ED Copilot back in uh, back in good old Legacy. Uh, really excited about this one. And there are two more courses that I'm going to 
develop over the following week as well. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, um, right. Let's let's have a quick look. I would have actually joined you uh, for the SRV racing, but unfortunately, I was watching Godzilla minus one at that particular point. Oh, what a shame! It would have been yeah. great to see you there next time. Yeah. Uh, what a fantastic film that is. Yeah, I my wife admit. liked it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I was expecting just a, a dumb monster movie, but no, this this was actually serious. Uh, so yeah, fingers, uh, two thumbs up for that one. Um, I'd like a moment of silence, please, um, for the loss of my X52 Pro. No. No. Yeah, it it went. There was a horrible pinging noise, and that was it. The joystick went, and my ship went into a, a ravine. Um, however, I was giving yeah. you a bugle sound off. Uh, so um, I, I popped onto Amazon to get a replacement, and then found out the X56 had a a, a lovely. Um, there was a sale on which made it cheaper than the X52. So um, right. guess what I did, and and I've been using that, and I've been going through mapping hell. <laughs> Is it better? Is it noticeably better than the? Uh... Right. Pro. Okay. Let's 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 warn people because Ben will get very excited because we're we're going to be talking. Yes, about... you're going to be talking about your hot ass and wiggling your joystick, Colin. I'll get the lube out and just keep quiet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, it, it's absolutely fantastic. Apart from, uh, here we go, the stiffness of the throttle. Hey. Oh. Hmm. Uh huh. Well, okay. There is a resistance. Here we go. There's a resistance knob on the side of the throttle. Just need some lubricant, okay? Yeah. Uh, and you can you can swirl that round to its loosest setting. Yeah, it's still pretty resistant. See what I did there? It just uh, needs a. Any... It just needs a little bit of um soft coaxing, and it will be lubricated as much as you need. Thank you for that. I'll take that you under advisement. Apart from that, I've been doing a, a couple of decent Elite Dangerous streams. I've been progressing uh, in my restart of Baldur's Gate 3, and I'm enjoying it a lot more this time because um, I'm not thinking in a Brummie accent. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I finally managed to get one of the AX um, restart missions, you know, the ones where you, you raid a base where mm -hmm. all the revenants are. Yeah. And... I loved it. I, I have never, I've, I've never come out away from uh, Elite Dangerous Mission shaking with adrenaline. It's really fun, isn't it? It's it's really fun. It's it, there's a proper um proper sense of danger about it, especially if you're trying to do it super covert rather than just running in guns blazing. Oh, it's yeah. really really fun. Well, that's what I had to do because these bases now have um, banshees protecting them as well. Nice. So I was the one at one point I was cowering in this this little shadow hidden underneath the command center. There's a, a bit where you can crouch and hide underneath, and the revenants don't um, don't spot you. And then all of a sudden, all the, the, this massive amount of green light just passes by, as and there's a tiny inch away from my commander. And as soon as it's passed by, I, I turned around, looked up, and of course you got the banshee just slowly going past you, and you're just there going, "Ooh, squeaky bum time." So yes, I now that I found out how you actually get them, because <laughs> I found them in the operations panel, 
not under the Thargoid panel, uh, the mission thing. And I went, that's where they are. So You have to go to the right sort of place in the first place to even get them as well, don't you? Yes, you do. Because what you've got to do, what there's, what's got to happen, there's got to be an occupied system that has military bases within 20 light years of an, uh, an alert or an invasion system. It's a bit complicated, but once I worked out what yeah. the criteria was, I finally found one system that's an alert that's probably going to go to evasion next week. And yeah, it's, um, hmm. Yes, yeah, tons of them are there. And how I'm did you, to... I'm curious, how did you um, approach the base? Did you sort of land a very long way away and go for a long walk, or did you try and sneak up with the SRV? Because I always found um, that quite challenging in those trying to just start the mission really without getting detected uh landed the ship um one and a half kilometers away right drove my scorpion to 700 meters away parked her behind a big rock nice uh then ran in and then basically cowered and pooped my pants as i as i hid in the uh <laughs> hid for the the massive banshee finding a little place finally got into the command center and then realized the command center doesn't have the power plant and the power plant was over the other side. I got spotted by one of the revenants as I was running over, got shot at, managed to power things up and they, they were hammering one side of the power plant. And then I realized the other side of the power plant, the other door, they're not looking at. So basically I ran out that way back to the command center, got what I needed and ran away. Um, but I must admit when they are shooting at you, Yes, um, brown flight suit. Brown flight suit, please. The the sound design on being, you know, on being shot by the revenant. That sort of scorching, screeching sound is just so unpleasant. It's like really, you know. Yeah, it, it makes nails on the backboard just yeah, seem like great. Yeah, and now that I've actually found these, because the, these are these missions were the one. Uh, there's those, uh, the authoress. I went actually authoress hunting as well. And I'm pleased to say that I found plenty of authoress um, uh, USSs this time round. Before, this time last year, we were trying to find them. We couldn't find a damn one. Um, yeah, just when it was important and the Thargoids were expanding everywhere. And uh, But this time, no, I've got two or three on the, on the trot. And I have thanks to people educating me in my, uh, in the chat room of my stream, I now know that that can't really be done solo, especially with the builds I've got. It really needs a team effort. <laughs> and there's no way I could do enough DPS to get it down, not without re-engineering an anaconda. And I, I don't have the time or the patience to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's been my weekend, Elite. It's been quite, it's been quite enjoyable, actually. So, um, moving on to the development news. What have the devs said this week? Well, absolutely nothing, but hold on to your hats because Frontier's half-year results come out uh, tomorrow, the 17th, uh, and they cover up to November, so that won't count the release of Realms of Ruin. Uh, so the numbers probably won't be as bad as some people expect. But um, unfortunately, there I've, I've heard rumours that Realms of Ruin has cost a, a huge amount of money 
and it didn't do that well over yeah, Christmas. Yeah, was it the Burr Pits video sort of suggested that it was it sort of gave me the sense that it was you know not just a bit of a disaster but a, but a big disaster big bomb yeah yeah which I, oh, I don't like hearing i have bought a copy i haven't played it yet but i have bought a copy uh and also my i bought a copy of elite dangerous for my son as well he keeps on promising to stream snipe me if i'm presenting live radio so that's probably why i'm not uh online at the moment Uh, family love, eh? Mm. So, yeah. Um, anybody, any thoughts about this? You just well, have to I wait mean, and see. I'll wait until tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I don't, there's going to be no surprises. We, we, it's bad news. We, we sort of, it's just going to tell us what we already know, isn't it? That, it's bad, Joe. Uh, yeah. Um, I will say, I will say with a tiny, tiny, small amount of optimism, Realms of Ruin is being released on consoles tomorrow. I think it's either today or tomorrow that it comes out on at least one of the consoles. I had an email about it from like, the influencer team um, uh, um, today. So um, that's quite, that that might drive some sort of um, a profit. Oh, I'm being advised reliably that that is Chaos Gate and not yeah. Realms of Ruin. Ah, um, there but you go. either way, either way, there is something coming out on consoles, so that might be a small amount of cash injection. So, um, oh, if it's Chaos Gate, I think I that that Chaos Gate I have really got into, I'm really enjoying that. Chaos Gate is the XCOM light in 40, yeah, yeah in 40, yeah. in 40k. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I must admit, once I've got into it, I love it because it's it's got everything I like about XCOM, it's got everything I like about. For, Warhammer 40k, yay! Um, perfect. You know, it's, it's, it's and even you know, it's got Andy Circus in it as well. So you know, it's pretty tick the box quite a lot. What's so like, yeah. So you know, that's that's good to hear. So I'm just fingers crossed that you know it helps. Because, yeah, I think that, isn't that the last like Chaos Gate is the last Foundry game. I think is. before they um, before they've effectively abandoned um disbanded disbanded that. So it might be it might it might contribute to some kind of cash injection. It'd be it'd be nice to see. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, moving on from development news. So buckle up for that. Uh, community news. Well, what has the community been up to? Well, quite a lot. As per usual, um, right, we have uh, Alec, I guess you'd like to talk about the Dangerous. I didn't put quite a lot of these in, actually. Um, I can, I'm can. i happy to talk about Elite. I incidentally listened to last week's Witch Space News. It's hilarious. So um, Burr got somebody actually French, I assume, one of the Elite Dangerous team to pronounce Elite Dangerous, and he just cut that in every time he mentioned their name. It's hilarious. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um you put this in i can talk about it if you like I don't know. yeah go on um yeah so i mentioned a while back they they have some articles on their website as well as their adventures and they had one about the all the different galaxies you can see in the in the night sky and elite dangerous and they have published a new article about um thin atmospheric colors in odyssey so um all the different ox all the different thin atmosphere types um, some lovely screenshots illustrating all the different colours and a little bit of um, a little bit of story and um, detail around that. It's good. Another nice, good article by Chilito. I forgot to mention with the galaxy, um, the 
33 galaxies. I, I said it was an Elite Dangerous article, but I forgot to credit. I think it was Chilito wrote that as well. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a lovely bit of the of work about the, the thin atmosphere colours. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love yeah. the screenshots in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those of you who um, like a bit of immersion, um, I have a severe case of immersion jealousy. I, I mean, I know I've got the virtual, the VR headset and all that kind of stuff, but I saw Simpit Tech's uh, mining video, uh, which was uh, the this cockpit that they've built, and yeah, that looks as if you just you you have strapped yourself into the ship itself. So it was the video, um, kind of a, a camera showing the the game and the and the sort of and the pit. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'll have to watch. Yeah. That. So, yeah, uh, you just look at that and you think, oh, I'd love one of those, and then realise you haven't got the money, you haven't got the space, <laughs> and you'll probably end up by yourself if you did buy one. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this one's fantastic. Silencer555 has his, completed his Elite Dangerous model displays case, and it is amazing. Um, you might have remembered Silencer 555. He came up with the, or he he showed off the, the massive Thargoid model that he had. Well, he's he's combined that with a whole load of other ships fighting said Thar Thargoid model and mounted it all in a fantastic display case. And yeah, we, yeah. we've included the the link to his is the Twitter picture. And yeah, <laughs> I must admit, it's... I looked at that just. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into jealous man at the moment. I love it. I love it. There, uh, there's another video. I, I assume it's the same set. Uh, there's a nighttime video as well. I saw somewhere. I guess he must have posted that subsequently. But I saw. A, oh, there. Oh, no, it's the same video. I beg your pardon. It's the second half of the same video. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's this uh, nice video from Loot and Grind. Um, he's done a video of, is Elite Dangerous worth it in 2024? Uh, it's about an eight minute long video where he, he, he goes through most of the pros and cons of uh, Elite Dangerous at the moment, uh, mostly from the point of view of a brand new player. And uh, yeah, um, I would say that's worth, worth having a look at. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I watched that yesterday, actually. It's nice. I like Luton Grind's videos anyway. He's got, you know, a very sort of nice, calm voice, and he, he just goes through these sort of bullet points of, yes, of course it is. It's an excellent game. They fixed, you know, they fixed all the Odyssey bugs. Um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the things that that this week is um, Ben pointed this out to me. What the hell has AI done to my article? <laughs> you know, the original article done by Massively OP, it seems that uh, Game News 24 and Gamers Grade has just taken it, passed it through an AI parser and just just made it wrong. <laughs> Why did they even bother to reword it? I mean, it's I, obviously I... the same bloody article. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what I liked the most was you are the tip. I am the tip, apparently. <laughs> you are the tip. <laughs> so tips from me then. You wow. heard it here first. Colin is the tip. The tip. Someone else is the shaft and the balls, but Colin is the tip. <laughs> I, so oh. I was going tip of the iceberg. Oh, no, that was that, that that 
just took on a brand new meaning for me. I was, I was kind of innocent there. I will, I will ruin anything for anyone with a, p- a plum. <laughs> with with plums? Plum. Okay, okay, fair it's enough. Not... <laughs> How many plums if you need them? Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh Jesus. So we'll we'll put links to the to them, and if you want a laugh, and no, course... you don't. I was gonna say, don't give them the the. Don't give the them benefit. the view. We're just oh, telling them, telling you that. Yeah. We'll link the original so, YouTube articles. Good point, and we'll just strike the. Uh, yeah, we're not going to give them the link pleasure, are we? So yes. They don't deserve it, but it is absolutely hilariously terrible. Yeah. Anyway, um, Commander Picard, that wonderful explorer, Mission Farsight, has now started its ninth year of exploration. Mm-hmm. He's been out there exploring for 3,287 days. Ridiculous. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's one of these things I love about this game. You get They get people who commit. Yeah. <laughs> Did she just, like, set out into the black on day one of buying it and has never come back to the bubble? So, you can find yes. out all, all those answers and more on um, an episode of Flight Assist that we talked to him about it a very long time <laughs> right. ago. I must go probably, back and re-listen. Probably around like, the um, episode, like, around his sixth year of exploration. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, he um, he's very committed to the bit, as in, like, the crew and all of that kind of stuff, um, referring to the whole crew. He knows um, he knows how many people are actually on board his ship as well. It's fascinating to um, to hear him talk about it. It's, it's a, um, a very, very roleplay-heavy um, mentality that he has. Um, but he's also a really nice dude. So, um, you know what? Fair play to him. If that's what he enjoys, no, cool. I- yeah. yeah, hats yeah. off to the hats off to him, and God knows what his exploration day uh, money is going to be like when he brings it all back. He does. He does drop it off occasionally. Oh, um, does I he? Think he dro- I think he drops it off on fleet carriers. I don't know necessarily that he comes back to the bubble very often, but he does drop it off occasionally. Oh, I, mean, I think you would, wouldn't you? After nine years, you might think you might start to get a bit itchy and think, "I really need to. <laughs> I really need to drop this off." Yeah. Oh, could you imagine a... signing up to a like to one of the organisations that are that are doing the the quarterly stuff to uh, to get on the the rewards, and then just doing a bulk oh. hand in of nine years of data? Yes, they they would certainly yeah. win that one, wouldn't they? You you one would hope so. Mm. Yeah. All of a sudden, Elite Dangerous has. Only explored 0.59% of the galaxy. Picard <laughs> hands his data in. Elite Dangerous has now explored 1% of the galaxy. I, it couldn't possibly. No, I know it couldn't. I'm just joking. No. But oh. actually, we're due. Uh, we are due a percentage of the of the the uh, galaxy explored. I think because the last time was um, a year ago when it was uh, 0.59%. On oh, 0.059%, I think. But that was still... They don't they come that regularly, do they? Oh, they normally come at least once a year. Oh. Uh, but that's still over 200 million systems that the community have explored. It just... I, did, I watched something really depressing, actually, about the other day about... 
It was it was a Veritas Serum uh, thing, and usually they do really good videos. Mm. And this one was one of the staff members talking to a bunch of American college students and saying, please put moon, planets, stars, galaxies, the universe in order. Mm -hmm. And this was just depressing to watch. Oh, right. Well, they thought the like, universe oh, was... I, I look at the moon and it's bigger, than the it's bigger than the sun. And then the oh. number of people who were doing astrology. I was just like, oh, God. You know, I, I appreciate this is a slightly niche subject, but, but yeah. I mean, I guess one could say it opened my eyes. If these are normal people, it opened my eyes as to how niche this kind of thing actually is. Maybe. But it also made me a bit sad for the world. Yeah. yeah, I must. I must admit, I don't try. I try and avoid those kind of YouTube videos because it just, it just makes me feel sad. Yeah, well, I usually like the Veritas Serum things because they're usually fairly educational. Mm. Uh, but the, this, I suppose, it was educational in its ignorance, or in their ignorance. Right. Anyway, uh sorry. Yeah, well, continuing with the exploration theme, we have a, a, an unofficial video contest uh, by X. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not even trying. There you go. Um, you know about this one, Alec? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. So we, we featured um, Oraxis Animus's beautiful video on, on, I think it was Live Radio last week, actually. I was nonplussed about it. I didn't really have yeah, anything like positive or negative sure to say about it. Liked it or not. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I was pretty, it was, there wasn't any big emotions that were <laughs> The video We Are Elite, yeah. So he's uh, he's launched his own video contest, which is great because I've, I've been wanting someone to do a video. Well, I've been wanting Frontier to do one, frankly. Does anyone remember the Control Alt Space video competitions they did? I think they did one oh, in yeah. ninety. I still have, I still have Little B on my um, on my favourites list, and every yeah. now and again I will go back and watch the Little mm -hmm. B video because yeah, it's, it's so that good. Was cute. Is that the honey the Honey Bee video, the one to the the, the music video? Yeah, it's a music video with yeah. involving yeah. I, I know, I yes. That. Oraxis Animus has launched his own video contest um, called We Are Elite. What does elite, uh, what does being elite mean to you? Um, he's posted, uh, th th there's like a poster and it's got the URL on it. And he's also uh, grabbed the channel in the Elite Events Discord server. Um, what's the timeline on this? needs to be done by i can't see it is it march end of march end, yeah end of march there you go. so it's a, um i think the the main doesn't have to be this isn't a rule but what he would like people to submit are cinematic videos so he's he's sort of suggesting not just a load of in in cockpit footage but you know try and get some external camera footage and tell a bit of a story he wants you to tell the story of, of what you know what elite means to you so what's the what's the aspect of you that elite that really appeals to you and make a video that showcases it um he's offering some arcs prizes now we can't gift arcs he's aware of that um so he's trying to negotiate directly with frontier to get some gift codes um i don't know if he's getting any responses because i'm 
guessing their minds are elsewhere at the moment. Um, if he can't negotiate gift codes, then he will just um, give you cash. Well, not cash, cash, but you know, he'll get some money to you somehow. So there are prizes for first place, second place, and third place, and a bunch of paint jobs for runners up. I think I want to have a go. I need to. Um, I need to get my act together, but I want to have a go. Mm. Uh, that would involve planning and planning time. I don't have. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? You need to get an idea and and getting getting external footage. I don't know. It, yeah, it takes time. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, did you put the other two in, Alec? I did. Yeah. So, uh, Dituri, who we featured before, is back. Um, this is the guy that's making guy elite dangerous guides, but kind of trying to focus on the fun rather than the. Uh, the meta or you know doing it just the right way so he's he's done one on laser mining it's great it's like the first one he's done it's um i can't remember it's like five minutes or six minutes or something uh it's very concise it hits all the bullet points of um laser mining and just um shows you how to go out there and do it and it, it's nice he does uh there's a nice slide about halfway through where there's like three options and it's like minimal effort minimal profit so if you just want to have a go then just go to the nearest ring and start mining it. And if you want moderate profit and, you know, a bit of effort, then go and find somewhere that's got pristine rings and he tells you how to do that. And if you want maximum, then he tells you how to do that as well. So it's good. Um, and the other one is a, it's probably over a week old now. We probably could have featured it last week, but it um, somebody else recommended it and it had already, I'd seen it and it had passed me by. It's called Empires. Um, Gosh, I don't have the name of the video maker. Let's see if I can grab that quickly. It's called Empires by, come on YouTube, refresh, refresh, refresh. Indigo. I think not that one. If Indigo's listening to the show, it's probably not that one. It's the other one. Indigo, <laughs> who makes great videos. Um, yeah, it's nice, actually. It's uh, it, It's got like three, it's got some great visuals. And it's got three voiceovers giving like a sort of public surface service statement or kind of state of the nation address from Federation, then the Empire, then the Alliance. Um, and they're, they're really good. You know, it's obviously non-official, but um, it, it sort of fits the law and uh, they're really well voiced, really well voice acted. And, and there's some good, good lines, you know, the Federation sort of starts with the Federation, you give this pronouncement and then the Empire respond and then the alliance kind of poo-poo both of them it's great right well um if you do have a community event that's taking place soon and you'd like us to shout out it across the airwaves please tweet the crew at lave radio or email us at info at lave radio.com so as far as uh, the in-game events which have happened this week well we've got um just one and that's uh Zima Torval has now returned to the Senate after after a while. And, uh, yeah, the 137-year-old has come back to help the Senate with her wisdom. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Not really much more to say than that. Welcome oh, back. Yeah, not bad for someone 137, I guess. Yeah, the Thargoids, however, they've been getting a little bit more frisky. Um, yeah, 
we're not doing as well as we were before Christmas. Uh, the number of controlled systems for Thargoids has now raised to 330. Um, this week there are 44 systems in alert, 10 invasions, uh, and 7 in recovery. However, we're not really doing that well in stopping them. We've only managed to defend 10 so far, uh, 10 alerts, and 3 invasions. And yeah, next week it looks like we might have up to 22 invasions. Uh, almost 350 controlled Thargoid systems and almost 50 alerts. So it does feel like they're beginning to resurge. Take that what you will. Right. Now, normally we'd say it's this time of the week again, but unfortunately there's nothing really to talk about. Um, although I will say that I messaged Chris this weekend for a request and he played... I fucking died when this happened. Oh my god, it was the best. He played tight fit, the lion sleeps tonight. Thanks he a did, lot, but he, also, he prefaced it with, Colin did tell me it was that time of the week <laughs> and then went straight into it. And um, I want to say I didn't cackle like a complete fucking loon when I heard it. Oh my god. Oh my god, it was brilliant. It was my favorite moment. I loved it so much. Yeah, I sent him an email message following up saying, Well played, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully, I got my proper request on later, but never mind. So, uh, yes, I think we'll take a break and we'll come back with uh, our main discussion for this week. We buy any ship, bar none. We buy any ship, bar none. Any model, any colour, any shape, any size. We buy any ship, bar none. We here at We Buy Any Ship, bar none are ready to take your excess space travel vehicles off your hands. No more negotiating with dodgy space station vendors. We'll simply give you an estimated quote online. Then, when you get here, we'll point out all the little dints and scratches that make the price get smaller and smaller before we actually give you any money. And the beauty is... We take any ship. We buy any ship. Bar none. Terms and conditions apply. We buy any ship excludes trading in any of the following vehicles. Anta, Anaconda, Asp, Boa, Cobra, Constrictor, Cruisers, Eagle, Falcon, Gecko, Griffin, Gear, Harris, Harrier, Hawk, Kestrel, Crate, Lanners, Lifters, Lions, Mantis, Merlin, Mori, Osprey, Panther, Puma, Python, Saker, Sidewinder, Skeet, Spar, Stowmaster, Tearsel, Tiger, Transporter, Turner, Viper, Wyvern, or any Imperial or Thargoid vessels. Hey Commanders, this is Mick from Crazy Mick's Reptile Emporium and Warehouse. Due to a hysterical ordering mishap and not reading the fine print, I'm currently in possession of over 10,000 snakes. Many of which are deadly, so everything must go. We have anacondas, asps, cobras, dimebacks, fertilants, killback, crates, mambas, pythons, sidewinders and vipers. None of which are capable of spaceflight without being strapped to a rocket. Need a pet for your cockpit? Buy a snake! Need to scare your mother-in-law and give her a heart attack for the insurance money? Buy a snake! Need to fill a beluga full of snakes to assassinate a witness on their way to a Federation courthouse? Buy many snakes! Bulk discounts are available at Crazy Mix Reptile Emporium and Warehouse. You can find us in the late business directory or visit us at the former site of Sensible Michael's shipyard and outfitting warehouse. Will somebody get these mother snakes out of my mother warehouse? Have you been affected by Azimuth Biotech's provocation of the Fargoid menace? At Turner & Fig, we're ready to pursue claims against Azimuth Biotech as part of our class action lawsuit. My son has started worshipping a Thargoid god and keeps bringing home human sacrifices. Am I entitled to compensation? Yes, you are. 
My daughter was aboard the Bright Sentinel. I keep calling Azimuth to find out where she is, but I always get their voicemail. Thank you for calling Azimuth Biotech. We're sorry, but... Salvation. ...is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. Am I entitled to compensation? Yes, you are. I was selling escape pod occupants into slavery, but now Thargoids keep taking the escape pods instead. Am I entitled to compensation? I suppose so. Thousands, maybe millions of people are due compensation from Azimuth Biotech. Contact us today. Turner and Fig, cleaning out Azimuth Biotech for a huge portion of your compensation. Oi, how you doing my brother? So you run some data and you left your little sidey and you're starting to think about maybe a ship that can punch a little bit harder. Well the killback, the one with the little flappy wings, is just what the doctor ordered. It is multi-crew enabled and is the smallest ship with a fighter bay. So you can point and they will do your bidding. Ha! It's got three utility mounts, two small and two medium hard points, plus a whole batch of compartments. So if you want a bit of fun, grab a killback my son. Uh, welcome back. Um, now, for our main discussion this week, we thought we'd go back over the old territory <laughs> and discuss what if Elite Dangerous only had open play. Um, now, Ben brought this up, and you have got a story to tell us. Yeah, so as I said at the beginning of the show, I, were, I rebuilt my PC over the, week, over the weekend, and... Yeah, I, I was installing everything. I jumped into that other space game after making sure this space game was working and promptly basically got dragged in by one of my mates saying, hey, Ben, we're just starting this event. Would you like to come join us? I was like, well, I'm not. I'm trying to see if my PC's working. I ain't really got time. And he's like, oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. I was like, oh, fine. Fuck it. I've done most things. I'll, I'll come and see what we're doing. And it turned out this was, good. This, was a, this was nominally a 50 versus 50 fracas that these guys were doing but what it turned out to be was 50 of us 20 and then in the past when they've been doing events they've been knowingly griefed by an org who was a bit like you know the smiling dog crew back in the league back in the day um and you know they they like getting on top of big events and and basically causing whatever mayhem they can do. And these guys showed up at, at the um, the fracas that we were doing. Um, but because of them, we deliberately got, we basically got off and hired some security. And, you know, it actually turned out to be about 100-person melee with 50 forum dads, 20-odd PVPers against about another... 2030 griefers and you know we we wound up having an absolute blast um not quite the event we planned but we still had fun um and that basically happened just about the same time as alec was like what can we do as a main as a main topic and i was like well we could maybe do this um so that that's why i basically why not suggesting it and where we got there but it got me thinking the event would not have been so much fun if that other space game had private groups. And 
that then got me thinking what would happen if Elite only had never had private groups, never had solo play. And, you know, we've got such a great community. We've got the likes of the the fuel rats and the and the kingfishers and so on. I can't I can't but not think we would have people who would be you know care bear protectors essentially. Yeah. There was a group, I think you mentioned it and I've been racking my brain for their name. This is going back a bit, but the their their sort of modus operandi was um escorting explorers back to the bubble. But this was pre-fleet carriers when basically you had to come back to the bubble to sell all your valuable data and they they offered an escort service, but I can't remember their name. Oh, Iridium Wing says Beetlejude. That rings a bell. That does sound familiar, yeah. It does it does sound familiar. I know I know that the Hutton Truckers had a had a thing um as well that they would they would do escorts. Um and I know but I also know that their their services were never really much in demand. No, because you're coming into the bubble, and I I am just as guilty of this. I don't spend all my time in open. You know, I if I'm doing a if I I find sort of if I, even if I'm going to Shinata Desra and I can't be asked dealing with people, I will just drop down to solo or into one of the private groups. And just fly into into them, yeah, Alec. Oh, yeah. I sorry, I don't know if this is the moment to to say mm-hmm. it, but I was I was going to mention about you know time zones and space being big. But I don't know if you want to finish yeah. your piece and then we can go around if you like on. So, so I mean, I, I'm just as guilty, and but I I do I genuinely wonder how much has been lost because of this. I know, you know, we, we've got the potential of Merc groups that could have come in. We, I, I would genuinely say I've had more positive random experiences than negative. Um, and it does, you know, it's, it's lovely when you're out in the black and you, you see a hollow triangle or a ho- hollow square and they're sort of saying hello and, you know, random, randomly nattering around. But of course, especially amongst explorer groups and things like that, you know, we're all in our own little bubble and don't need to worry about anyone else. Now, space is big, but you know, you might bump. You you're not going to meet anyone if you're playing with yourself, are you? No. Um. And so, yeah, that's that's. This is essentially what I was thinking. And what what were you wanting to bring in, Alec? Well, so I was going to, so I, um, actually now Jude's reminded me of the Iridium Wing. I mm. did, so after I, I'm not a big, you know, deep space explorer, but I did, I, I went to Sagittarius IA um, to do a buckyball run, and then mm. I, I didn't really like the idea of suiciding back, that seemed a bit of a cop-out. Um, so I you know, but it was like, oh god, I've got to go all the way back now, and it was it was a big deal back in back in those days. I mean, it took me fifteen solid hours of game time to get to Sajay. Um, so it was weeks to come back. Um, so I had quite a bit of data by the time I came back, and I I, I basically tend to play open only. Um, so I did ponder on calling the Iridium Wing, but I, I didn't in the end because 
Well, two two things, I suppose. I mean, space is big, so there's an awful lot of ways of approaching the bubble and getting to somewhere that I wasn't about to try and sell my data at Shinrata. You know, I didn't really yeah. care where I sold it, so I just had to get to somewhere on the fringes of the bubble. And that's kind of easy. I mean, you're taking a risk, but it, it, the chances of bumping into a, a grief are, are pretty damn minimal to start with. Um, and then also there's there's the issue of time zones. And I probably have a pretty skewed perspective on this, but because I tend to play between, you know, like around 6 a.m. in the morning, give or take an hour, um, it's it's pretty quiet. So I guess people who play, you know, weekday evenings or weekend evenings in the UK or the equivalent of the US probably probably see a much busier open mode than I do. But but frankly, you you know, I suppose you were saying about Merck groups not um, necessarily being needed very much. And I think part of the reason is is the simple fact that even in open, you, you can kind of dodge it because space is big. and Space is big, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can always def you can definitely do it. You can avoid EU prime time, say. Yeah. Um, if you're willing I mean, to, yeah. to do that. Um, now, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I wonder if Part of the reason why Elite has I, now can anyone from the Kickstarter days remember this? Because I'm sure I remember private groups and solo being added on as part of the Kickstarter campaign due to concerns about griefing. Um can anyone else remember that, or is that just me having some kind of weird hallucination? I think I they were always included. Right. I think they were always included. Um, people weren't that bothered about um, the three modes, actually, because at the time, there was a lot of uh, promise about offline. Yes, yeah. And people thought, oh, well, it doesn't matter about open only, because to tell you the truth, I don't want to play in open. I'll be happy offline. I'll be unhappy. I'll be happy offline. Yeah, you're right. And I yeah. think another thing that I I do think, especially historically, you so many MMOs, which I think it's fair to say that Elite is, have had some kind of PvP flag or PvP only server, and that was that. You know, I, I'm sure I remember people getting uppity that you couldn't go and decree. Well, my my uh, private group is P is PVE. No, that, I mean that's that was the whole thing about Mobius yeah. and the Smiling Dog Crew getting into Mobius, which um, if, if even if you ask now on the forums, you still get a little load of uh, stuff about. Um, yeah, I mean the Mobius groups are there for people who want PVE content, uh, but they also want a multiplayer experience. Um, yeah, same with um, oh, there's Distant Worlds two groups. Yeah, now I know for a fact that um, if that open only had been the only option, we wouldn't have had big things like Distant Worlds two. I think we would. I think they'd just be different. I think they'd have a slightly different nature. I'd... Oh, do you think they'd just be grief to hell and it just yeah. wouldn't be possible to do it? They they would be. They were grief to hell. They, they, yeah, were, they yeah, were. Um, I remember um, the Griefer podcast broadcast Cobra. On, yeah, on DW, yeah, DW2, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? So, what did they do? Just jump to PG? Uh, yeah, everybody just went PG. 
uh, and you know the the griefers were following them, uh, and there are always messages saying, "Oh no, no, the, it's it's safe in open, it's safe in open." And if anybody went to open, bang, um, and the griefers were keeping count. And there's a massive spreadsheet of uh, of who had got how many kills and yeah, things like that. that they were they were boasting quite heavily on the forums, which was adding to a little bit of salt, if you see what and I that, mean. And that would have been awful, wouldn't it? I mean, the, the Distant Worlds events, those big, big events, they they were great, um, and it would be awful if, if you know, after all Gangs the, plan, too, that's after the, name, all the planning it? and organisation, yeah, if, it just, if it just fell apart and wasn't possible to continue, it would have been terrible. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the one downside to all this is that I keep on thinking about Jumpgate, the original i mean ben you used to play jump gate didn't you i've played it a little bit yeah yeah uh and that was open only and there was no protection for any noobs or anything like that so as we had in elite dangerous there used to be players that just used to hang around the the starter systems before they they put the newbie area in and just blast sidewinders just for the laugh of it player sidewinders who didn't know any better and there were there was a player group that rose up to actually defend them. I can't remember what they were actually. Mm. But it's, yeah. it's that kind that kind of positive thing that I yeah, and because the elite community is so awesome. And Mac Mac uh, Mac Winston has just raised a good a good point that you know despite the distant gangs two getting you know we killed all these people, high G planets killed so many more. And I'd imagine yeah. uh, neutron stars killed even more than high G planets. When we <laughs> so, were, so who is the sorry. true ganker? Yeah, when when we were, I'm not directly involved in the planning of this, but I, the the elite races event I was talking about last mm. Saturday, I um, we were trying to get the word out, um, and Tobias von Brandt who's organising it wasn't on Facebook, so I you know posted about it on a couple of the bigger Facebook elite Facebook groups as well. And I had some comments there about, oh, do you know, do you need a do you need a, a wing to protect you or are you going to go PG? And my kind of response there was, you know, in my experience, <laughs> we're just being open. It's it, we're not it's not a bother. Um, partly, I think, because ganking in elite, I, I would say, has has dwindled significantly these days. Um, maybe others have different experience, but also oh. my experience of, mm -hmm. of kind of smallish i mean not massively publicized but you know race events the sort of things we do in buckyball and things is uh, nobody's going to come and grief you in those things and 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 if they do a bit like you know the the gravity killing you frankly we're going to blow ourselves up far more often crashing into walls racing than <laughs> than anyone trying to target an srv with lasers is going to do yeah according to happy duck foster or fouster i'm not quite sure what, what, how he's saying his name he just witnessed. I'm assuming he just witnessed somebody getting griefed in the starter system a couple of minutes ago. So, yeah, yeah. still still going on. Um, still going I'm not, on. Yeah, I'm not massively surprised that there are still twats in the starter system who know perfectly well how to fly and are flying around in a cobra that they've they've been basically just hanging around in the starter system, and never bothered to leave. So I'm not I'm I don't understand people like that. Um I really don't. And they have to maintain um, an alt and keep it 
Because don't you get thrown out of the starter system when you get to the first Only rank? Only if up? you dock. You gotta leave the harmless. Ah, you get leave. Oh, do, oh, so you okay? So if you dock, you get thrown out as well. Yeah. Okay, I thought and you then, had to. I thought you just had to leave. No, no, no. you have to dock. You have okay. to dock outside, and then if you're harmless, any of the others, you will not be allowed back into the system. So technically, if you Did you dock if the you, food carrier, would that count? That said, right mm -hmm. now. If you do the Horizons open, not the Horizons, the um, Odyssey opening, you don't even end up in the starter systems. You're not in those start those permit lock systems, so you will just be. Yeah, in, I heard that was a bit of a snafu. In I don't I don't know whether that's still the case, but because I haven't haven't done it for quite a while, but um, yeah. it's um, yeah, yeah, the Odyssey starter system is outside of that um, of that. Of, How did they um, cock that thing. up? Yeah, Chamberlain's Rest. It's uh, apparently it's still the case according to um, Apaphis and chat. So, how, how did how did how did Frontier cock that up? Um, I mean, don't yeah, you have to um, the initial one? Then you're supposed to do the ship one, and the ship one will drop you off. Well, no, it drops you. The ship one drops you off at um the 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 on foot stuff that goes onto the ship drops you off at Chamberlain's Rest. If you start uh -huh. in Horizons and you don't have Odyssey, you can uh -huh. spend time in the um, in the um, beginner systems. Yeah. Ah, right. I see. So yeah, can those you players like... just make a beeline straight back to the and get inside? The... No, because you've you you've can't docked. Get back in. You've see, docked Jesus, at Chamberlain's so that's rest. That's a massive cock up, isn't it? That is, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's an oopsie, isn't it? Yeah, because you're missing out on a, on the. Basically, the introduction to this, there's some really good introduction material in that mm. starting area. Yeah, which... Special missions. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's special well. zones and things well. like that. Cool. Yeah. There's, there's some missions there that it'll take you through and say, I know this is your first mission. Give this a try and give this a try. I so, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, now, the the thing that I would say, I mean... I actually do enjoy a bit of open-only play, especially in power play. The thing about that is that I've bought into it. I've thought, right, I am in power play, I am in open-only, and I'm fully prepared for whatever's going to happen. I know I can be attacked at any time by somebody who's not in my power. So I'm, I'm fully prepared for that. However, um, I have done CGs in open lately, just an experiment to see what would happen. And I get absolutely wasted. Uh, I think the last time I tried it, I think about three or four CGs ago, um, I, I went in with a, in a reasonably kitted out clipper, but um, I still got absolutely wasted by people just ganging up on you about three or four. So it, it just felt that... Yeah. Do you... Do you play open generally then colin is it, is it that kind of only that kind of thing that drives you out of open trying um, to do it, it can be because um what drives me out of open is the fact that well there are times i just don't want to play with anybody else yeah <laughs> yeah i get that yeah you know? people are the fucking worst i get it <laughs> <laughs> at least if i'm attacked by pirates their spelling's correct but you know <laughs> As opposed to uh, humans. Yeah, the ones that don't. I mean, I, yeah. I must admit, I did, uh, when they first started doing it, uh, I hated the code. I hated the code with a passion until 
a couple of times I had a, a, some, I actually gave up and went, oh, no, just have the cargo. And then they let me go. Mm. And I went, actually, we had a nice, <laughs> we had quite an interesting <laughs> role-playing conversation. Yeah. Uh, and he went off one way and I thought, okay, as long as the codes stick by that, and they did, I could, I could, do, I could, you know, handle it. It's not. It's not as if they were taking tons and tons of my money, and they were leaving me alive at the end. So they they were pirating properly. But the main issue that I have against open only is that we haven't got the proper crime and punishment systems in there to support it when crime doesn't pay as much as it should do, I don't think. And there isn't the right way to incentive, incentivize people to go after gankers. They tried. So, they tried yeah. a couple of times, but it, they never, nothing never. seemed to stick. Well, I mean, you still, still to this day, and I keep forgetting it's there, if you go to station services and read down the sort of, the most of the local news is just sort of automated messages about the BGS you know, changing states and things, but there's there's the top five bounties there. You know, still to this day. Um, yeah, but, but I think that's again spaces for PV for BGS players to see who is actively targeting our system. Yeah, but but again, you know, um, time zones. I suppose even if it was open only, I remember I um, I remember a very early um, Isinona video where he sort of turned bounty hunter and he he went down that top bounties list and then you know went out trying to hunt down some of the players <laughs> they're, they're all in private group too yeah i mean i think a lot of what isenona did was was sort of role play and i think he knew that it was a fool's errand but it, it made make for a good story you know but you know, he, did he ever i don't think he ever found any of them because no. obviously you know they're a different time zone or they're not in open or no, it's very difficult to actually find the people that are, that are doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's one of the things that um, I always wanted with the crime and punishment system is a way to, if you've got, if you have been griefing, there must be a way to be able to track you down in that way. Because one of the things that was interesting when we were doing the alpha was there was the pirates and anaconda scenario. Do you Great remember fun. that, Ben? It oh, I love that. That was so much fun. But the the thing was, is that after a while, everybody was a bounty hunter trying to stop the pirates. <laughs> yeah. Nobody so then you was... show up as a pirate and you get so much of a blast, though. Yeah, but nobody nobody would pirate the anacondas, so everyone would just hang around. I remember going... Ian Norman and I were, we, we had a lot of fun as pirates. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I'm sure a certain please don't kill me snuffler and I did the same kind of oh. stuff. Yes, Snuffler was definitely the the top one top one player killer that was yeah. going, wasn't it? Every as soon as Snuffler turned up, everyone just went, <laughs> right, we're leaving. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> um, yeah, you you're talking about being prepared and things like that, and if you have an expectation of I am I am knowingly walking down a dodgy road, and I accept that, you know, and then I'm just wondering. Yeah, I I know, for example, when I'm playing Star Citizen. There are certain places that I will deliberately overfly at a fairly high rate of knots at a couple of kilometers altitude to scout the area out before I commit to going in, for example, 
And I know that um stuff that E has high high it's open only, but it's got high sex systems and low sex stuff. Uh, but does anyone have any experiences with with that kind of thing? Well, with Eve in general, or in general, yeah, yeah. Well, Eve is. I played Eve's a like, murder box. <laughs> Eve, I played. Um, I played. I I thought I was going to really enjoy Eve. I genuinely did. I thought I was going to enjoy it. Um, and then I got. Um, I because uh, like a lot of the games that I play, I stream a lot of the games that I play. So, um, with a um a a possibility of. Um, of knowledge that there's going to be a um, some potential for other other actors interaction it makes it kind of difficult to um, willingly enter the uh, situation where I um, will allow other people to um, control the content that I create that said um, Eve was weird um, in that I the like the second stream that I did of Eve, I got um uh stream sniped by somebody and then literally told, well, you're just gonna you what, uh, ex with an explanation of people deal with uh you just have to deal with getting stream sniped. There's no um thing. Like if you do that, it's it's a it's a learning process for you to understand that these people exist. It was proper, like, felt like it was being gaslit to the highest regard. Like, it's your it's your fault if you have a problem with this. So I just uninstalled. I uninstalled even never played it again because I've got no that fucking need for that kind of shit. It's your fault for entering into this without um, being knowledgeable that people are are shits. Um, yeah. To which I say, okay, easy, easy, you're out for me then. If people are shits, I'm not going to do it. Um, and it's kind of the same with, with Elite. Like, the realistically some of the only times that i play elite are when i'm streaming it and i am taking a big break from actually playing elite at the moment because it doesn't there's nothing in elite that is currently incentivizing my gameplay i'm fully aware of that and i'm fully aware that being on a podcast that talks about going on goings on in elite dangerous is a little disingenuous for me to be here that said if they did something along those same lines and it was everyone was forced to be um open only and everyone was moved into open only the only thing that i would ask for is a timeline when that was going to happen and uh, with the understanding that my time in elite was finite mm. right yeah uh, I, mean, I think I, th um, I think now that we've got the different things going to open only would be a terrible idea. A hundred percent agree. I mean, you, you can't go back to it. Yeah. Um, had had it started like that, had it started like that, I probably wouldn't be playing Elite at all. Mm -hmm. Um, because that that whole the idea um, uh, as someone who is very very particular about the um the content that I produce, I definitely wouldn't be put, putting um my content. I, I I definitely wouldn't be opening myself up to have other people dictating what i what i do um with, with that with that kind of thing and um th that was exactly how i felt with eve um was it, it was like the control was taken away from me and i can't i can't like accept that 
Mm. I, I know exactly what you mean with that because that's what the, my experience with Jumpgate. I was really looking forward to Jumpgate because it, it seemed to be everything that I wanted in the space sim. It was fully um, uh, Newtonian physics. It was, uh, it was space trading. It was space combat. Uh, and everything seemed to be, you know, it, I thought this, and it's multiplayer. It's this is going to tick my my boxes here, uh, and signed up for the two week free trial. Tried every day, several times to actually launch and get somewhere, just to be absolutely hammered down. And um, when they said, right, you've had two weeks, do you want to do you want to subscribe? Because this was in the days when you had to subscribe to all MMOs, and I just went no. Which uh, is it? It, it just—it's—it's uh, it's just like it was unwanted. I didn't even have a chance to learn to play the game. And w when you also have elites already difficult, um, let, let's say challenging difficulty curve to begin with, uh, and you got that on top, would end up with more Steam refunds than. <laughs> Can can I cycle back to Eve? I was because I'm I'm curious about going through different games and how they they deal with it. So so okay. Eve is so Eve is all open only. But then, as I understand it, I have played it, but it's years ago, and I didn't really get into much of it. Um, you have these different security levels: high sec and low sec and null sec, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think pre-show somebody was saying you're safe in high sec, and 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 this ties in also with um, crime and punishment stuff in Elite and. One thing that always, you know, people sort of say, oh, you should have systems in Elite that are super high security and you're basically safe there because the police will jump, you know, the, the, the NPC police will jump on anyone that tries to grief you. But, you know, you can get griefed in 10 seconds flat and I don't understand how a game can can stop that. So I'm, I'm curious about how high sec in EVE, if it even does, prevents griefing in, in those areas. How does it respond quick enough to stop somebody from spoiling your day? I have no idea because I'd never, I never got that far. Right. Okay. I, I'd, I'd, I'd already noped the fuck out of that before having the opportunity to, um, experiment further. Look, we, I, I've, I've never played Eve, um, although it looks very pretty. I've always heard it's a bit of a spreadsheet simulator, and when I'm playing my space games. I'm wanting to fly spaceships, not drive a desk. Um, yeah. But the, when you're starting in EVE, then, are you in an equivalent of Elite's starter no. systems? And no. So you must, I would assume you start in, in high sec. I don't no? believe you do. I don't believe you do. Wow. I think I was in I'm, the in a non a non high sec. I think I was DJ in my Wiley, Sorry, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Both mm -hmm. DJ Wiley and sort of Jonathan T Time. Uh, Probably teatomy, is it? I <laughs> um, are, are suggesting in chat that um, that uh, high sec um, the security sort of spawn in almost instantly and and scramble the attackers. I don't know what that is, but I'm guessing it shuts their ships down. So so yeah, okay, maybe maybe the NPCs do respond quick enough to to make high sec actually safe for players. At least safer. I know. I know that one of the things that they're doing in Star Citizen is your ship. They're making it harder to blow up your ship 
and they're doing things to increase time to kill in that. So, you know, you might maybe disable an engine, but you can then go and repair your engine. Um, but then, equally, the pirates could, if they wanted, jump out of their ship, forcibly board your ship, and shoot you in the face. Right. Dive in, Alec? Yeah, Star Citizen, I was, because, um, okay, so that's that's open only. I, I guess I haven't yeah. fully appreciated that. I was listening to Guard Frequency. This was a few months back now, I guess, and they were talking about... I guess it was an update, but but they they were talking about like like a training mission. So literally, it sounded to me like imagine the elite dangerous training tra training mission. You've literally just installed the game. You get that mission where you're on foot and you have to walk to the settlement. The one that um, Tom Cool showed off on a live stream. You know, you walk around the settlement. And you've got to power it up, and so you're literally doing your brand new player training mission. And it sounded like they were saying even that is in open mode so there's gankers literally waiting for brand new players to spawn in and do their training mission and then having their ship stolen which sounds absolutely flipping ludicrous i mean that star citizen doesn't even have like a kind of yes yeah, an enforced solo only training mode yeah i think i do think you're right that they don't um but when you're walking around a city like you know you can't yeah. do any PvP in that. Right. Okay. Although I suppose, in theory, you could... So, right, you could, I could summon my ship. If I'm an idiot, and I could let you onto my ship, and I could, knowing I could take off... Or you, you could maybe... I'm trying to think of a way that you could not see somebody else in your ship if you're just starting out because of course all the ships are are very small or they're just a cockpit so yeah i could summon my ship and maybe if you're fast you might be able to jump in my ship but then there are they've got they've got it so that you if you're not in my party you you shouldn't be able to get into my ship anyway um mm. i'm not i'm not it is open, but I'm not sure how they could steal your ship. But of course, as soon as you... Yeah, you're right that when you leave the exclusion zone, you could then get shot down. It's um, sounding to me, you know, as we sort of go through games and talks about them, it yeah. sounds to me as if we're answering your initial question, which is, I, I think Elite would be worse if it, <laughs> if it had... You know, there seem to be a lot of... And lots There's of a lot of downsides. Only having open play and... Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say the only benefit, well, that's not quite true, but it, it, mm. you know, is you already have. You can opt in. You know, I I play an open. If if you want that style of thing where you can have random uh, encounters with other players, which is sometimes good, then then Elite offers that. So I like yeah, Elite. I, mean, I, I would like to say maybe as a, as a way to summarize and wrap this up, if we want. Yeah, I've seen a lot of comments in the chat where. There are people saying, you know, like we said about it takes more people, more people were killed by planets than by griefers in Distant Gangs 2. More yeah, people... But, yeah. Though the thing about being grief is you, you've only got yourself to blame 
if you crash into a planet, you can play, you know, you're having your gameplay taken yeah. away by another player if yeah. they grief yeah. you. Yeah, that's, we that's talk, the difference. We, we talk about, um, like, we, we specifically have talked many times about being time poor. If I yeah. get my gameplay interrupted by someone who, um, uh, with, with nefarious intent, um, that that isn't doing anything for my enjoyment. They might be they might be having a fucking well of a, of a time, um, um, upsetting me and pissing my off, pissing me off. But if and it's also there's all there's also very much a mentality sometimes when it comes to people saying, well, I've not experienced that in open, so it's it, it must be fine. Um, but yeah. there's like nine other people saying, well, I I have experienced it in open and it's put me off doing it for life. So yeah, people I mean, this, have this vastly, I, I vastly would... different, um, different experiences and vastly different pay styles. I'm very much in the for fuck's sake, no way camp. But um, I understand that other people, other people will um probably be like, you know, you need to, you need to go and experience open and just experience how much fun it is. Now, nah, mate, I don't have the time for that. I barely have time to do <laughs> lave every week. To be honest, you get a different crowd at five in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pre-caffeinated. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I do wonder because I mean I'm seeing you know I'm seeing people in chat saying I think a lot of done about playing in open and the number of times they get ganked is very rare, even when they go to to knowingly knowing. Like even cool. if you go to CGs and things, cool, good for them. Uh, it should be there could be so many mitigating factors yeah. that make that a thing. You know, uh, it, their experience might be entirely different from somebody else who's got a more consistent internet connection, or um, it acts as a PvP uh, of the I don't know how this fucking thing works, but the P2P anchor or something like that. And there's more mm -hmm. people there. There's so many different mitigating factors um, that there is a reason why this isn't the case. Why this not a thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why. If I'm doing CGs and I can't be asked with people, I go into a private group. Um, you know, I, yeah. I I don't play an open only all the time. I I know I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Um, but I do. I do wonder about the how how big an issue it really is. I do wonder what we've lost. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Surprisingly enough, I was on the unofficial um, Elite Dangerous Discord the other day, uh, yeah. and they were. It was just full of people saying that the, the only way to save the game is to make it fully open only. And, Fuck off. Yeah, and <laughs> I just went. Well, you, you can remember that eighty percent. I think it was at the last count, eighty percent of people playing solo. It was something along those lines. It wow. was a much bigger majority. Wow. If, if if the game went open only. Um, I can only speak for myself that um, I would that I would be specifically asking for a timeline on that because in the yeah. knowledge that at that point I would be uninstalling the game. So well, but like we've like Ben pointed out, at this point it would be uh, because people have been used to having. It's a silly idea. Yeah. Yeah. Speculation, but it's interesting. Yeah. So uh, moving on from uh, that. Um, I've actually got something in Mostly Clueless. Now, you guys probably know this. Uh, and it's one of those ones where um, you, you turn around and say, I was N days old when I discovered this. And uh, yeah, someone educated me this weekend because a Thargoid Scythe took out my cockpit, my canopy, and I was really lost. And they just said, oh, just turn on night vision. And lo and behold, Wait, turned what? on night. 
You turn on night vision, you get your entire HUD back. I've never heard this. Oh my god! I never knew that either! To all of you! Yes! Oh my god, yeah, yeah. If you're fighting if you're fighting Thargoids and they wipe out your um your HUD, just, fuck it, just put night vision on it. You can see everything. So, so, again. so one minute. So one of the things with the broken canopy is like um, you know, if you're trying to get back to a station, you can't see bits of the, the HUD that would normally guide you into the station and that yeah. stuff. Are you, are you saying all that stuff reappears with night vision yep. on? Yep, that's completely. Wow. Surely, that's, that is, that's, that's wild. That's wild that you don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who needs to breathe when you can use night vision? That makes oh. me sad. It, it does actually, but wow, it makes me sad that I never knew. It no, makes me sad it's there. It's definitely a bug. It's definitely not supposed to yeah. be there. What made me laugh is that the person who explained it to me said, no, no, it's valid, because... No, uh, mate. No, no, let me explain what their explanation was, right? They, mm -hmm. they said, no, it's valid, because um, night vision's on your visor, not on your... Not, yeah. uh, which made me laugh is, well, why is it you have to actually have a special add-on for, for your suit to get night vision then? Mm. Ah, yes. Oh, but that that would be nice if, if you had that special add-on for your suit... If only they would integrate Odyssey and, and Elite. You know, if if you had that, then you could do it if it were broken. But if it weren't broken, yeah, you know what uh, I'm getting at. Little Biggin is 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 confirming that it, it's been in there since they introduced night vision. Uh, yeah, it got me. Shay Shay Black was asking, "Is this only Odyssey where the night vision also lights up the inside of your conflict? Your cockpit. I don't, I don't play anything, Wait, but um, Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey lights up the inside of your cockpit too. No, I don't think it does. But I mean, like I said, hmm. my 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 uh, my cockpit was shattered by a um, a scythe. Uh, yeah. I was trying to get home, and then <laughs> Rosa just on the chat just says, "Switch on night vision. What are you worried about?" I went, what? Bing. That's wild that you didn't know that. That's well, wild. That's wild. That's wild that there's so it. many people in chat as well who don't know it. Um, they, this is amazing. This is amazing. Oh, I love wow. it. I love it yeah. so much. Oh, we've got Claire into full-on smug mode now, haven't we? <laughs> nah. You know what? I was like, the the way I found about it was the other way around because I had night vision on, and then I had the mm -hmm. um the the your oxygen is running out timer, and I mm. was like, but it can't be both because I can see. Oh, <laughs> that was the way I found out about yeah. it. You know, um, right. Well, moving Chris, on from Chris, that. Yes, Chris is here. Chris, <laughs> can we go and do a quick experiment? Can you shoot out, shoot out my cockpit, please? While well, we talk about other things. On you actually don't believe that. that <laughs> I do believe it. I want to see it. I want <laughs> right, to see okay. this. It's amazing. Right. Well, I'll leave. I'll, while you do that, I will. I will touch on the any other business, which is the Dex Legacy Season Two. It uh, returns with an explosive and thrilling adventure, including interlude one, secondary subjects, uh, premiere tonight on Live Radio, and you can find further information at thedexlegacy.com, and it includes links to the paperback book, The Dex Legacy Season One, collected scripts and commentary by Emily Inkpen, and also there's the complete Season Two in HD audio. So. Yes, go enjoy your good radio drama there. So, um, as as Ben gets shot, because that's, that's always one of my favourite phrases at the moment. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, as Ben gets shot, we will then t turn to the question of the week. 
Uh, and we asked on, on on Sunday, or Claire did, thank you. I did. Uh, yeah. What are your predictions for 3310? Yeah, I thought we'd open the question over to um to everyone else. Um we definitely haven't planned this for months. Um <laughs> of our first um of well, the first one that I have here is from Commander Caprica. 14 um who says new um community managers for the 2024 frame shift live season i got some bad news for you buddy um yeah. <laughs> um you're shit out of luck there i think we're gonna have um i think we we definitely have arthur um likely um, but we don't even have any frame shift lives announced yet but you know they're still probably checking their emails we're only day 16 of january so here it goes yeah but i mean yeah I mean, we do know Paul. Paul's been putting stuff onto the the forums. Oh yeah, but for sure. He, yeah, but uh, as things have been quiet, yeah. Um, I've got Commander Machine here, um, or Machine with a one. Um, he says it, or they say it will be another slow news and development year. I fear, if they have enough staff left to manage it, we should at the very least, get some progression in the Thargoid storyline, come on Frontier, knock it out of the park and prove all the doubters wrong. Uh, it's it's funny that everyone's... You'd think... Uh, Frontier have announced that they're going to cut 20% of the staff. You'd think that they'd announced that they were cutting 50 or 60% of the staff at some of the... <laughs> The, some of the stuff that people were it's saying on the forum. Wasteland, the hay bales. <laughs> There'll be one developer there who just plugged in on Cathy. There's, and he's one, got there's one guy. Thing. Dav's just there smoking a cigar <laughs> in the office. Having a tea lady. Yeah. <laughs> Only 20% less of the tea ladies. <laughs> hmm. uh, command. I've, yes, I have uh, Commander Homburger who says, mostly I would like more new players to take up playing the game. It's still the best space game out there, IMO, in my opinion. But also more cosmetics for us to buy, fleet carrier decor and purchasable extra FC assets like an arboretum and shooting range in the back of Pioneer Supplies. I mean, if we can't have ship interiors, then maybe more complex fleet carrier ones. Yes, please. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'll points. agree. Uh, I'll agree with that one. Oh, the, I mean, we haven't had any new cosmetics this year at all, have we? There's not been not anything. Yet, no, not no. Really. In, in thirty-three ten. Thirty-three ten, yeah. or in uh, these no. last sixteen days. No. Yeah, I was going to say we're only sixteen days in, but no, we haven't. Oh. They haven't, so, they haven't unlocked. Cook. They haven't unlocked the offices. They're, they're all... <laughs> There's nobody there. <laughs> Ben? Okie dokie. So, Elsie, you've no fool like one is saying, will BGS or powerplay changes come this year? I want to engineer my organic scanner to hold multiple species. Oh my god. I think so oh, many yes, people please. want that. Um, I want material gathering in Lagrange Clouds and Odyssey Bio. Yes, please. Um, yeah. I would like an API that would allow third-party apps to display data inside the cockpit on a screen. Ooh. Mm. So I guess that's you know give us like a, a fold away screen that you can display third party that you can somehow inject text to or something, I guess. Yeah, all these third party apps that are doing their own little overlays and things. You've got these overlays, but yeah, give us well, an overlay well, in game. Would be cool, wouldn't it, if it was yeah. integral in the cockpit somehow. It would be, yeah. Um I'd also also I would like some camera suite changes. I'd like to the zoom speed to match the camera speed. 
so that you can do dolly zooms. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yep. Um, I also want pitch and roll speed should be controllable. Um, I would like lip sync for Hollow Me so that we can do voice acting. He also wants better draw distances for Hollow Me's. Yeah, one thing I, I've noticed that my, you know, if I've got my glasses on, they kind of pop in. Yeah, they've always done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, mu- I must admit, the one, thi- the one thing I do find disconcerting is that um, when you talk to people in the concourse or the mission givers, they've got all the, v- the vocal animations. However, you talk to the mission givers or the, the mission receivers or at the bases, and they don't move their mouths at all. They said that that was coming, that it was coming, that was a change, a quality of life, um, well, I say quality of life, just a fucking patch for a broken thing that was coming um, mm. uh, quite quite some time ago, mm. which clearly never came to fruition. Interesting. I didn't know that one. A, a simple one for the camera suite as well as just being able to get the camera further away from... Yeah, that's what Sophia says. Um, they say, speaking of camera changes, some quality of life updates here. The camera can move further away from your ship on planets when oh, nothing yeah. is around. Yeah. Um, I'm 20,000 light years from the nearest known station. The single bacterium on this moon does not care if my cam- camera can move 250 meters or three kilometers. They can dream, right? <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, well, I got Silas Resi. Um, they're hoping for more effective defense from hackers. Uh, but also some lower exploration uh, explanations, or ideally some more authorized novels with those hackers' events recorded. Maybe a bad idea. <laughs> it, 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 I, I take it they're referring to the fact that um, the people taking over Thargoid vessels and things like that, or flying around in Thargoid vessels when they're when they're not. Maybe there, it turns out. Um... He's not worried about being griefed by hackers in Thargoids. It's his biggest problem is that they're ruining his immersion, and he wants the law to explain why there's a Thargoid inside Shinra <laughs> <Shinrat> Desra. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how keen I am on that idea. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, one from Teddy, who says, "Really, anything not Thargoid-related, it's been chewed to a pulp, and I've never brought, uh, never brought into the narrative." Uh, more because of how it was delivered rather than its mechanics or aesthetics. Yeah, I think a lot of people would like anything not Thargoid related this year. Mm. Uh, mind yeah. you, careful what you wish for because you <laughs> you might get. I'd, I'd rather Thargoid related than no related. Guardians? Would you accept oh, yes. Guardians as being um, not Thargoid related? Yep. Would you really? Yeah. Because Thargoids aren't Guardians. And I, I want to see what the Thargoids are up to. I mean, I sort of would. It's, a, I, but I see what you're saying, Claire. It's a little bit mm. of more of the same in a different colour, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it is, but yeah. Ben, um, sorry, Chris killed me rather than shooting out my window. Well, you deserved uh, it. You had it coming. I, 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 I did. I know. Uh, so, Misery Cord is saying salvation returns, but instead of humanity's savior, he's now leading the guardians, talking about them, uh, to war. And we wind up smack bang in the, in the middle of an ancient conflict. Oh, like next time though, because you actually read the one that's in order for you. Oh, that, am that I reading the wrong really, one? Really, oh, really oh, helpful. Okay. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. Well, I'll move them. It's not a problem. It's not a problem, mate. Well, do you Jesus. want to read the next one then? I will. Um, <laughs> I'm just getting enthusiastic about misery cords because he's talking about Daddy Savlon. Quite. Um. Um. 
M. Weeble, who says mining rigs and surface outpost building, also intergalactic travel. We've only seen a little bit of this galaxy. Why do we need another one with nothing in? Workshop modules on fleet carriers to manufacture ship modules and ships. Love those, apart from the intergalactic travel. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, right, top of my wish, wish list, says Rocking Chair Boy. Uh, please, Efter, for the love of God, let us engineer shock cannons. I love it that people have their own little, little, little one thing they want. Hugely, like hugely specific. I want this one specific thing, and I want <laughs> this is the hell I that I'm prepared to die on. Right. I have. Um, how the hell do you pronounce that? Not Mitic a clue. Mixel. 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 I'm going to have to take a drink of water for this one because it's a big one. Hang on. Actually, if you say his name backwards, does he go back to his proper dimension? Lex, Lex Tim. <laughs> anyway, are you ready? Here's his suggestion. <gasps> Guardians. I mean... That does seem to be quite uh, a popular suggestion, yeah. doesn't it? Do we feel, do we feel like, just a slight tangent town, do we feel like that is a shoo-in for this year? Should things actually happen in-game? Do we feel like that is a shoo-in? And that's definitely going to be going to be something that we see more Guardian shit? Because I Maybe. don't necessarily believe that it's, it's no, this guaranteed. No, it's not, is it? You know, no. I mean, there's a bit of there's a bit of signal boosting from the the Galnets about salvation, putting his consciousness into Guardian. Mm -hmm. Tech. You know, there's a bit of incidental. Oh, sorry, can I interrupt? How much? How's the time doing? Uh, people should listen okay. to um, uh, well, looks I've forgotten his name. Um, not Orange Phoenix. Um, Exorcist. Exorcist. Latest. Latest Taco Tuesday. He has a fantastic theory on um, the alliance. Uh, letting their um, Titan Argoid people free or while the Empire and, and Federation aren't. Um, maybe I'd just recommend that people go and listen to his, his last Taco Tuesday because I, I, you might be onto something. I really liked it. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, uh, so who I should have been reading before I read Misery Chords was Rangers GSTQ. Uh, I'd love to see, so I'd love to see some missions, some more missions in stations. It feels since Odyssey, these have really reduced, and some of us love the grind. What? What? I wonder what they mean uh, by that. Yeah, just like just picking up, that. picking up missions from stations because I get loads still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm wondering if they mean yeah, maybe they mean more mission more types. types of yeah. Yeah. Oh right, but, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what they means. Yeah, I, mm. I think it means more variety in in mission types. Although to tell you the truth, you know, there's a couple that you could put in, but um, I don't think we've got time to discuss them right at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have Happy Moon Monkey who says weather effects on planets, dust storms, clouds, rain. I'd love to see that, yes, but please. I don't think that's coming anytime mm -hmm. soon. No. Oh, uh, yeah, I, you can. You know how much of work that is. Mm. <laughs> um, right. Well, I've got Cheb's will. Uh, unfortunately. I guess there will be even more dead game lines in from a lot of places, but I predict slash hope more new players coming in from uh, the other shorter gameplay space sims that sprang up recently. Uh, the more YouTube channels appear, I'm thinking of doing my own drunk Yorkshire Minion players elite. <laughs> Happen. Uh, I come from Leeds. Ah, uh, the list of things that I'd like. I'd like to see. It'd be very long, but realistically, a new ship slash SRV would be cool. A few new non-combat ground missions that involve more interaction with the base types, something like that. 
that's ticking the box for that one. A bio-research base that requires fresh bacterial samples from Planet X, nip out, do the Dyson machine, return with sample, and take it straight to the lab, etc. Like yeah, a Mad Max ship kit for the ad. Whoa, now you're trolling me. It's ironic because I didn't mean to do this, but it it, it was you that read out. Read out, mm. read out the, the, the end of it, Colin. Ah. Uh. This, the Adder. This, this is Cheb's will. Cheb's uh -huh. will says the Adder is the best ship in the game. Okay, that's brilliant. I am going to be doing the edit, to, um, edit tomorrow, so I look forward to cutting that as well. I've got a couple of good ones from you today. <laughs> DJ Wiley says... Knob stiffness. There you go. Put them nice. as well. Why not? <laughs> go DJ on, Wiley. DJ Wiley says predictions. It's probably going to be a tough year for FDev, and I'm expecting news on the Elite front to be light. But fingers crossed I'm wrong. Let's see how their financial update goes later this week. Tomorrow! It's tomorrow! Would like to see the Thargoid storyline drawn to a close with update 18. It's had a good run, but I think time to move on. Then FDev adjust focus to improving exploration gameplay. Comet visuals need to be added. Then look at improving and adding other spacey stuff for people to find. Accretion disks at black holes, new space and planet-based POIs, gas giant scooping. Dare I suggest a new exploration ship. Lots of potentially interesting options. Lovely. Stuff. Ben? Look, this, this is bizarre and weird. I, I, Chris managed to shoot my, my cockpit out, and not only do I have the green of the night vision i've also got like when i turn that on i've got white yep. for the high wakes mm -hmm. i can you see everything it's normal, yeah, it's, 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 it's normal. It's, yeah i've got orange for targeting it's like oh my god this is just so oopsie again <laughs> um yeah very oopsie um and i've got five minutes that's fine so, so some weird bloke called ben is saying i'd like to see updates to updates to existing horizons content bringing it up to date with Odyssey content, um, i.e. we have all the Horizon settlements, including Guardian sites, just to bring them back into the fray, um, or even the old Thargoid map room. Let's make them work for both dashing around in SRVs as well as walking around on foot. Now, I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some, some things you can interact with on foot from... Yeah. From back in the Odyssey days, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some back in back in the Horizon days, but yes, mm. yeah, we've got all those things Sorry. that you you scan the scan this and scan that. Let me walk around Dav's Hope and do stuff on foot too. My God, it'll be amazing. It'd be nice. I mean, you yeah. know, like just just the logs, the um, the comms beacon things where you you know planetary bases where you get bits of storyline and you scan the comms whatever they call called settlement comms beacon mm -hmm. in the SRV and then you it'd be nice if you could just scan it on foot I mean exactly the same no different but just from an immersion point of view <laughs> when you're walking around those creepy inra bases I would love to get out on foot and walk up to those comms things and, and sort of get my logs that way very much agree 100% yeah, yeah. Um, we can scan things and finally and finally Claire finally 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 um very aware of the time. Bringing um, up the rear, yeah. Bring, bringing <laughs> up the rear, um, <laughs> let's keep it in the family, love. Um, bringing up the rear is Little Biggin, who says, 
that he would like to see some resolution to the Salvatron storyline. It feels like that's just been hanging around. More communication from the CM team and maybe some sneak peeks, as well as some promotion of community events. As for predictions, something Titan people, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So thanks everybody for for the uh, question of the week. We'll be posting a question of the week probably over the weekend. It will be on Sunday. It will be around the point that Chris Mark Ford does his show on Black Diamond FM. It will be right towards the end of that because that's when I schedule time to do it. Oh, I like routines. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we mentioned Chris, even though I was going to put it into the shout outs, but never mind. He he got his own shout out all to himself. BlackDiamondFM.com slash listen, I think hyphen live. I might be entirely wrong. But if you just go to BlackDiamondFM.com at 12 o'clock on UK time on a Sunday, you can listen to his wonderful Dorset tones playing all different types of music and generally having a very, very good time. Yes, and I've I have noticed over the last couple of listens a lot of familiar names seem to be shouted out. So it's really it's really fun. It's really fun. We have a lovely chat in my Discord about it every day. We have, every Sunday we have a lovely listen along and talk about it. It's great. <laughs> well, on the subject of other shout outs, our sister station, the um, Hutton Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on Thursday from 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. Or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes to see a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. We'll give out shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts, which have which are still playing. So that's the Guard Frequency, who do other space games as well, uh, and the Loose Screws, the wonderful Loose Screws over, over there, the other side of the, other side of the pond. Um, following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. And we'd just like to thank everybody who's chipped in on the Twitch chat. Uh, and how many in-game commanders have, have uh, you had to deal with? Oh, um, we've got... Uh, the Chris Mark for telling me uh, Apathis, Cybus, William Solo, Soccer 42, Electro Ace, and Alexi X. So, hello to you guys. Thanks for thanks for visiting. Uh, and, of course, special thanks to Commander Tokoso, JN Trax, and Alan Stroud, who have all created music that we use in the show. So that's it for yet another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can find all the contact links in the home slash contact us menu in the laveradio.com website. Uh, and do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8 30 and streamed out on laveradio.com slash live so thank you claire thank you thank you alec thanks colin good night all and bringing up the rear thank you ben filthy disgusting <laughs> Absolutely disgusting, disgusting. I, I can't disgusting. say it like i can't say it that way And, uh, of course, special thanks to today's tech specialist, the Chris Mark 5. You're welcome. <laughs> so until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that... Some having an origin.
Today published an article about the Artificers Clan. Like the Blue Viper Club and the Fagos and Scrivener's Clans, the Artificers live most of their time ploughing through deep space in their dredger, scavenging and salvaging from whatever wreckage they can find. Every few years they dock near a starport and sell what they've been able to create using the collected scrap. The artificers have been seen only twice in recent years. Most recently was in May 3308, when the artificers arrived in Upaniklis to repair the Golconda generation ship. They improved and upgraded that megaship, which subsequently resumed its lonely travels through the stars. The first sighting of the artificers was six and a half years earlier, in 3301, when the dredger stopped off in Riort to sell off the strange contraptions its inhabitants had built over the previous 18 months. Four short logs were retrieved from the dredger. They read like poetry, and there's some dispute about how genuine they are. Nonetheless, they're worth recording, and we present them here for the record. The long, dark stretches and we move into it. Nothing but the low hum of the machine, following the scent of salvage. The light years flash by and my sensor readings tick them down. But I've long since stopped counting. Doesn't matter how far, we always get there in the end. Three days into the run. This is a good haul. A lot of useless scrap, but there's been a battle here, so we always find wheat amongst the chaff. FSD drives still salvageable, control units, uplinks, system drives, all the ingredients we need. The scoop buzzes on. I can feel my servos start to twitch with anticipation. 
The workshop is alive, solder and seal. The spark of a welder, the heat of the forge. It's like we're resurrecting this material. Never ceases to fill me with a sense of belonging. I'm a small part of this machine, but an integral part. Junkers, they call us. But we are so much more. Craftsmen, and mechanics and artisans, all. Docking sequence was initiated successfully. It's only been 18 months since we last locked onto a starport. No one debarked this time. What's the point? The gravity only weighs us down, makes us slow. It was a good haul this time. They seemed to like what we'd made, even gave us some custom specs. Asked if we could make something bespoke. I'll take a look later, no big deal. For now, it's back off into the long dark following the scent of salvage. Mm -hmm.